Greetings, Koopalings! The Shack is back. Thank you for joining us again. Yet another episode of Nintendo Shack, the flagship Nintendo podcast of the PSVG Podcast Network. My name is Donnie. I'm with my girl, Caro. Direct Day 2019 is upon us. It's here. We just witnessed, what was it, the 45 minutes of Nintendo 35. Glory? 35. 35? Yeah. Oh, it was chocked full. We've got notes uh, the yin yang. We'll see how fast we can comb through this. Carol, how are you doing this week? I feel like we were just here. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like we've we've been doing this for the last hour or so. Yeah, we got off the air about an hour and a half ago to to refuel and and make notes, and uh, we're gonna break it down. Maybe that's why it feels like the direct was an hour because we kept chatting for what thirty minutes. We after did, we did. We we yeah. got off a, we got off around six o'clock. Fun stuff, fun stuff. Always love, I always love direct days. I feel like I always say it. I always feel like a broken record, but I say it all the time. Every time we have a direct, the day the direct, the day of a direct is like the best day of the year for me on Twitter, because it's not all like hateful and toxic and, and anger yeah. and vitriol. It's all like hopeful optimism and proud yep. to be Nintendo fans. It's so good. Everybody's hype. Everybody's hype. Before we break down the direct news, we have to thank our Patreon. Producers. These are the folks that make the shows happen over at the PSVG Patreon, which you can support it at patreon.com slash PSVG. So thank you, Coach Hulk. Thank you, Mo. Thanks, Calo, Devin, Kevin, Chris, Kyle, Joel, the professor, Switch himself, Josh, Bonesaw, Barry Cathcart, Paul Calicote. Thank you all so much for supporting the show and everything that you do for us. Before we break into direct breakdown carol have you been playing anything absolutely not wow she's like let's get to it so we touched we touched on this last week uh the house is ours and the moving craziness has begun so the switch games are all actually because i'm a physical girl they're all packed in a box already uh so anything i want to play on the switch will have to be digital now there are some demos that we are going to talk about baby I, word um <laughs> but i've i've even got that on physical that's true yeah, yeah um so uh yeah there there will be some demos that i will be playing hopefully over the next couple of days but it's been a madhouse just me and stress and this was a much needed day so i could not focus on the just house so what so before we break it all down what actually when do you actually move in like when do you put box in new house we close on march the 4th Okay. Which is a Monday about mm, two and a half, uh, two, three weeks from now, three weeks from now. Um, unfortunately, I have jury duty the Monday before. So um, I've got to look forward to that in the middle of all this crap. So move some boxes, Brian. Are you guys hiring movers? For the bigger things, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 have, we have to. We were lucky enough when we sold our first house to be able to afford to have movers the second time. What yeah. a difference that makes. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, the it's, difference. <laughs> it's well worth it for worth my back. Penny. Worth every for penny. my back to like hire a, and just it's your time. Two, and the, well, it's like, two oh. miles down the road, and I mean two miles, and it's probably going to equate to like maybe two hundred dollars, maybe. Um, totally worth it though, because totally. uh, there's five floors to this house, and I am not walking up and down with that that <laughs> kind of furniture up and downstairs. It was really cool when we moved into my current home. We walked in. The first day, and every box that we labeled in every room was in that room. So, we're like, we, all we had to do was like start unboxing things. It was great. It's great. Wow, that's awesome. I have been playing a game. 
Yeah. The game that I bought last year that I started over the weekend, basically right after Shaq last week, because um, Jack is all in on this Apex thing. This The fad, the trend, you know, Jack's chasing that battle yeah. royale love. So uh, yep. he's freed up Starlink. I was like, oh, I can play it now. And, you know, I, 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 finished, um, I finished Life is Strange and I finished Resident Evil 2. So, like, I was kind of freed up now at the point, too. So I was like, let's go. I'm going to go play a little Starlink before Anthem and all these other games release next week. Right. Starlink's amazing, by the way. I, 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 I own it. I've never popped it out of the box. I'm so upset that I slept on this game and I wasn't here to, like, scream. Well, we had people doing it, but I wasn't here to join them sure. in screaming about how great it is. I mean, like, a great Switch game, like a must-own, best-of Switch, like, top 30 rankings Starlink's in there for me, and I've only played right. it for five days. Um, wow. The flying around, the freedom that you have flying, flying feels right for Star Fox. And I'm playing 100% of Star Fox. I have no right. idea why you would want to play this game on anything else. And we'll oh, touch on that later. But um, flying around a Star Fox feels right. And then just having the adventure game and having so many, there's thousands, hundreds of missions that you can do. It's like littered. And they really do make it pretty easy for you because at all times in your in the upper right-hand corner of your screen, you have a mission that's like your main campaign, and it says that, main campaign mission. And you can just toggle with the left and right D-pad right. for optional missions. So it's like, what are you in the mood for? Do you want to go fight things? Do you want to go collect mm-hmm. things? Do you want to go find things? Or do you just want to keep advancing the story? And if you play the story mode, you just hop from planet to planet and taking off a Star Fox into the sky towards a moon and then flying into outer awesome. space through yeah, you know, I've a field seen, I've of seen going into Oh, orbit. man, yeah. so yeah, really good. Cool. Um, I did play it portably just so I could talk about it because um, I, I probably wouldn't play it portably any other way, but a little fuzzy. Playable, but a little fuzzy, a little edgy, yeah. uh, more pop-in, you know, noticeable. Noticeable downgrade. Playable, not like Xenoblade, but playable yeah. portably, but boy, is it good. Uh, docked and then... Um, I've been playing with the toys and without the toys. Like you can play, you know, like once you unlock something physically, they're just in your digital library. So if you want to pull up a, a pro controller, you can just swap things through the menus too. So uh, yep. I'm doing it both ways. It's, 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 to be honest with you, it's, it's been quite a blast and it's actually, it's been what I, like what I've been looking for, I think, because I've been mm-hmm. playing so many games coming off of Super Bowl and it's like a, it's a beautiful chill out and podcast game. Like okay. just throw on a podcast, throw on some music, you listen, and just fly around and shoot some stuff. And That's what I'm gonna need oh, when I'm so sad and done with all this stuff. I'm gonna need something to uh, just get lost in. You yeah. know, I kind of wish that Animal Crossing were already here because that's kind of the winding down kind of game that I need. Um, we'll talk about that because I think something's on the horizon that is gonna help me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I know it's. Old game is old and nobody wants to hear about it, but I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it. It's one of those games where the first day I sat down to play it, I was like, oh, I'm going to play it for an hour. Played it for like four hours. It's just like, it's just so easy to just keep moving along, just keep doing the same thing or do, you know, there's, there's so much to do. It's such a big game. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of game. It's just like, you know, and it's like simple. You know, one thing that I don't like about it, or I wouldn't say don't like about it. One thing I wish was more streamlined is the upgrade system that you do. Like you can upgrade your pilot, you can upgrade mm-hmm. your ship, you can upgrade the like the mothership that's floating out in space, mm-hmm. and you can upgrade every weapon that's on the ship. It's a lot of upgrades. Cool. 
So you have to constantly like go through these menus and see which like chips you pick up and things that you get rewarded for, which ones are better. Yeah. I kind of wish there was like a optimization button, you know, it's like, just give me a good loadout. That's one of the, that was one of the things that I wish that Xenoblade 2 actually did when you get those core chips for your, for your blades. It's kind of like that. You don't know which one's better for it. I mean, you you think one's better for a tank, one's better for a healer, but they don't give you recommendations. Yeah. And this one's got like, it's got an upgrade menu for everything. Mm-hmm. Like everything. So like your your ship has armor and, and abilities and boosts and your pilot has an upgrade tree and so does the flamethrower and the lightning gun and the frost gun. And it's just like, it gets... I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to keep flying around. And apparently Jack has caused you to like own every single little piece of plastic. We have three ships, two pilots, and a myriad of little guns. So yeah. whatever we got basically in the boxes for the three ships because we bought Can them back. Can you buy the little gun pieces separately? Uh, or do they come with ships? I, I actually think you can. Okay. I wouldn't. You can buy them digitally, too. You can unlock this stuff digitally. Oh, well, I would just rather do that. The only reason I got the one that I did is because of the R-Wing. We've got... So, we've yeah, we've got the R-Wing. We've got two other ships, and both of those ships came with a gun, and the R-Wing came with two. So I yeah. think we've got four or five guns. I mean, we've got plenty. I don't yeah. think... I haven't run, run into a situation in the game where, like, I can't advance. And the other day, I fought, like, a boss battle. I mean, it's just really good. It's just yeah. really good. There are the, like, collectible, like, data cans that you find that have backstory on the different pilots and i really don't care about any of them the one thing that i'll leave this before we get on to the direct breakdown the one thing that i really love star fox ability you hit the little l trigger and he calls in a friend and slippy or falco come flying down they start bumping the star fox music and they come down to help you and it's so good i mean it's just like yes i want to star fox this my my favorite star fox song is still the original super nintendo dunk Dun, 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 dun. I actually think that might be dun. yeah. That's the one that plays. I think dun. it's something ah, like that. It's so good. So good. It's so good. I and mean, they come You're flying in, and Falco's game. like, "I got you, buddy!" And he comes soaring over you and helps you. Oh, it's so good. I'm just like, I don't know what they're doing with the Starlink. Apparently, you know, I don't think it like sold tremendously well until they dropped it to like twenty bucks. Clearly not. Yeah. So what they it's need to do with it? They need to take the engine and everything that they did, scrap all the characters that nobody wants, and tell Nintendo. We're going to make you an open world, open space Star Fox game. Yep. yep. Go forth in progress because it, oh, it's so good. It's Money. so good. Starlink, man. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry, Matt. I'm sorry, everybody that's been telling me to, sorry, Lobo. Everybody that said, you know, you got to play this game and I didn't because I was too busy doing other things. I, I apologize. You were right. I was wrong. Starlink yep. is great. Must play game. Good stuff. Caroline, we have a director breakdown. Won't you, uh, once you get started. <gasps> okay. So, starting with the first one. We're opened with some Super Mario World thing, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, yep. he comes up to one of those... Didn't know if it was sets. Super Nintendo, Nintendo Switch Online. Like, yeah, we, we were been, thinking that possible? Super Nintendo was coming to the... Yeah, for the online service. Uh, no, all of a sudden, they whip out the little maker panel. And Course you can editor. change... Your stair steps into a slope. The slopes are a thing, and Super Mario Maker 2 is coming to Switch. It's Boom. a thing. It's a big announcement. Huge yeah. announcement. That's huge. People, people have been Mario speculating. Maker. People have been asking for it. Uh, it's coming in June 2019, so coming around soon. E3. 
They also showed Luigi in the builder's outfit as well uh, with Mario at the end. So I wonder if you're going to be able to play as Luigi. Could you play as Luigi? Only with Amiibo, right? You could chop in all remember. of the little Amiibo. And, I, and I was, when you asked me, my inclination was to say yes. But to be quite honest with you, I don't remember. Okay. I think so. Anyway, any kind of Luigi love, I love. So. Next, we had Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Hang the on, Black Order. Six what? months what? What? from announcement to release. I got to tell mm. you how much like I love that. What? Oh, Super Mario Maker 2? I mean, Five just any Mario game, Mario. but I and specifically, yeah. I mean, I love when games have short release windows. It's something sure. I've went on and on about PS Future. I hate following games for five years. Waiting for two out. or three years. Yeah, right. no, I mean, they, they were like... And then, you know... The, the Zell rumor that was going around that we shared in dis- Discord, you know, he's spot on with a lot of this. So, like, props to him. He has his sources. Hopefully next time he, he says stuff on Reddit, people will listen to him. But, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, Super Mario Maker's back. They didn't really talk about how exactly how, it's how, be done. Yeah, how we're going to edit. I, I presume that they're taking the, the path of least resistance that you can only edit in portable mode. Or, I mean, you can probably edit on the TV, but it's not going to be as good as in portable mode. You know, you're not sure. going to draw it you're gonna to have to move your mouse and cursor so yep it is a touch screen though so who knows um all right maybe they'll package a stylus and with a physical they might yeah it's possible marvel ultimate alliance the black order or mm-hmm. marvel ultimate alliance 3 as some people are calling it is it going to be coming out summer of 2019 not much news that we got from this they you showed get to play Cap- as captain marvel captain marvel which is the new lady in the new uh marvel game or marvel movie that's coming out excuse me apparently she's like she's the boss like she's the marvel character i mean obviously yeah. captain marvel she's she's captain marvel was technically a man and i think there was the female variant but they've gone with the girl full out I, this I can only tell you what dev tells me i don't know yeah <laughs> Um, then we got into an eShop exclusive only game, which is one of Donnie's favorite box boy and box girl. 270 levels is going to be on the eShop only releasing April 26th. And we didn't get a price. No. I'm, in, I'm very interested in what the price, because one of the things that I, I used to trumpet about box boy on 3DS is it was cheap. You get box right. boy games for $4.99 a piece. And there are three of them. And you could get all three of them for $14.99. Um, right. And there's just so much game, so much good game for $15 that I used to trumpet it a lot. And it's like, guys, you guys are missing out because it's got this simplistic art style. I think people, you know, they see it and they roll their eyes. Yeah. It's a killer puzzle game. Really, really good. They've got uh, collectibles. you got a 100% every level. And um, you have, like, hints. So you earn, like, these chips that you can pay in for hints to help you right. along the way. I've had to use quite a bit of those hints. I mean, this stuff warps your mind sometimes. It's really, really good. Uh, mm-hmm. Whole chaining operations. This one's exciting because you can play it co-op. Yeah. Which you couldn't do on 3DS. So I, I'm very excited. Now, um, I don't think it's going to be $4.99 because no. they, they made a mention I, how big it is. I would say $14.99. I think if it's over that, I think we have a problem. Because even though they mentioned there's 270 yeah. levels, um, like the original games had like 150, 160 levels themselves. Okay. That's so, not, I mean, that's a lot of stuff for. There for were like months. 17, 18 worlds, I think, in the first one. And they roughly had like seven, eight levels a piece. And there was like a bonus world if you got through all that. And you'd like it. You could, um, in the last one, you had a boy girl variation, but then you could outfit them. So you had like the cool one with like oh, the glasses cute. and the backwards hat or like oh. the princess thing. And you could really get crazy. And, I like uh, the silly tall one that just goes, 
yes. <laughs> falls flat on his face. I can't remember what his name was. They said Quiddy? his name on there. Uh, I don't know. Something like that. I'd be interested to see if there's Amiibo integration because there was in 3DS. There was. Yeah. That it never came to the Americas though. Right. I would love for them to include like some outfit stuff from like Mario series. And that would be, Mm -hmm. that would be the biz. But yes, I'm so excited. Box Boy comes in April. Let's do it. April 26th. All right. They mentioned next that Smash Brothers 3.0 3.0 version is going to be coming in spring, right? They just yeah. said spring. They showed a Joker model yep. of the, the first DLC character. Uh, they said he will be released by the end of April. So worst case scenario, we're waiting until April 30th mm-hmm. to get Joker. Uh, but no new news about another DLC character. That's what I thought. Uh, we didn't even get a date for Joker, like concrete date. I was really upset uh, that they announced this. To be quite honest with you, this is probably like the low light of the entire direct for me. Why did they come out and go, Smash 3.0? What's in it? We're not going to tell you yet. Then why, yeah, then why were you even here? Yeah. <laughs> why even include it? We I knew you were going to update it. People were going to rage if there oh, was no God. mention or all I that guess. stuff. they got to keep the masses at bay. So I think at some point it's safe to expect that sometime in April we will have a Smash Direct where they announce Joker, they give him a trailer, they announced the update and the changes, and they probably announced the next character before E3. I agree. You think that's right? Yep. Yep. I think we'll have we'll have at least. Yeah. Yeah. We'll that's know right. we'll know character two because we, what are we getting? We're getting five by the end of the year or five. Yeah. Yeah. So if they five, they, they do Joker in April, they announce the next character who probably drops like E3, and then at E3 they drop another one, and then they've got six months to drop the next two. That sounds right. That sounds like something we should expect. Yeah. Okay. Okay. In addition to that smash news, they showed brand new models that we had not previously seen before. I think there was like a magazine that showed off a couple of these, but uh, we are getting officially Simon snake Pokemon trainer by himself and separately Squirtle and Ivysaur Amiibo. Also, after the Direct, Nintendo of America actually tweeted out that Ken, Daisy, and Young Link Smash Brothers Amiibo were available on April the 12th. We had already known about those, and I think Isabel and um, somebody else. But anyway, those are available on Best Buy right now for pre-order. I already pre-ordered mine, so if you're an Amiibo collector, go get them now. Because I can tell you right now, I've checked all the Japanese sites that uh, you know I would normally do pre-orders with back during the real mayhem of uh, Amiibo, and they're all sold out of pre-orders. So people I'm glad want I got my corn. I'm a little upset back. that we don't have Pokemon Trainer with all three Pokemon on it. I know, but you know they had the Char. The reason there's no Charizard is because Charizard was a separate character last time. So it didn't even need to be Charizard. It could have been. I would have taken Pokemon Trainer with Squirrel. I just wanted Pokemon Trainer with a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. How about that? That's uh, we can bring a girl down to just that. I love my idea of you got the guy with one of them and the girl with another one. I would so have done that. Yep. Give one of them Squirtle, give one of them an Ivysaur. And I would have bought both of them. Now I'm not buying either one of them. Oh, come on. You got to get Squirtle for your boy. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe anyway. Christmas. 
All right, next on the list, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker Special Episode, which is paid DLC pack with 18 new challenges and five new courses, is going to be available March 14th. But there's a demo level for this special episode available now for free, so go download it if you're interested. They're also adding co-op to all levels of the game, so you can bring somebody else and mess around with them in the uh, whatever levels. And I think that's going to actually go ahead and they're gonna it's gonna be doable with the dlc as well from what i understand hang on a second i i don't think i see a screenshot Mm -hmm. i don't think the level's free i think the co-op update is free because the the level says a special episode dlc to continue your journey with 18 new challenges including five new brand new courses I, i read it earlier hang on a second i'll read it again Purchase and download this content before March 14th for early access to one of the courses. Ah, okay. The other okay. four will come um, on March 14th, and it's $6. $5.99 this DLC is. Oh, okay. We didn't Which is good. Point, so that's good. Yeah, because they didn't talk about a price in the thing, and it made me worry. Like, I was worried while we were watching. I was like, how much are they going to charge us for five courses? Because they kept talking about challenges, 18 challenges. Like, no, 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 no. How many courses do we open up? Don't you know? I, I was thinking that they were counting stars individually or something. Like what the hell are they right. talking about? So it's right. five. So it's basically, you know, dollar twenty-five. Dollar for a course. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's pretty good. I think I'll buy that. And then mm-hmm. then that co-op um, is interesting. I'm in, I'm interested to see how that plays. You got a little purple toad to hang out with, Mel. Um. Then they touched on Bloodstained, which is. Kind of a Castlevania type game. Summer oh, it is a 20- Castlevania game. Yeah, it's from the maker of Castlevania. Oh, it is the maker. Yeah, of yeah, Castlevania. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't do. Anything. It doesn't do anything for me, which you can tell. Uh, I just, I don't. You know, I, I held know. off on buying the one that they released this past year, um, like the eight bit one. I forget what it was called, but um, I didn't get it because I wanted to see. Like I've been like, I'll just wait for the the big release, you know, because this has been a Kickstarter. <laughs> kind of hell for a while now a few years we've been tracking blood that's right i forgot this yeah, was a kick it's been a long time for this one gotcha. i gotta tell you the trailer didn't do anything for me no it didn't do anything for me either and i know they announced i believe if i remember this correctly i know we reported on the thing i think they announced it way forward or sumo digit well, i think it's way forward came in to help them finish the development they but did they're still having issues that. with this yeah, I remember it, just, reading it looks like chunky and not like real fluid i i would just assume rather rather play castlevania for the super nintendo over this that's just my opinion kind of like stiff and i and i bloodstained curse of the moon thank you roman yeah that's it um i i think this just kind of made me go i'll I'll just go play that one i'll go play the 8-bit one because i think the 8-bit one looked better now i know it's hard that was another reason why I didn't go get it very hard uh they did a run of it at agdq this january and it was it was something, uh, but yeah, I I don't I don't know it. I haven't played a Castlevania since the Super Nintendo, and I would just it just seems like I would rather probably go back to that. Okay, yeah. So I mean, this trailer. I mean, I we'll see when reviews happen. I will tune into this anytime. Like if Castlevania, I want to hear about it. But it just didn't look really like fluid, right? Um, they showed the the girl character who has all kinds of special abilities, which was cool. Um, she's flipping the stage up and down and she can bounce mm-hmm. off, you know, different platforms. So that was really neat. Uh, but that's an awesome, not like Castlevania. Right. And, then, uh, you know, in the parts of the show, it's just like, man, this looks 
kind of clunky. I don't know. I don't know. Just didn't look like a, what you would expect a a good fluid platformer to be, in my opinion. It just didn't. It's, it's, it doesn't pique my interest. Anyway, uh, next we had a twofer for Dragon Quest. We had Dragon Quest Builders Two announced that it's being localized and coming to the West July twelfth, twenty nineteen. I believe it's That's already good. been in Japan for a while. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then four. Yeah, it's good. Uh, we got Dragon Quest Eleven is coming to Switch in fall of 2019. And exclusive to the Switch, I believe. Somebody said this in chat earlier that the 2D switching to 2D mode is an exclusive Switch feature. That is that that is not going to be that's not on PlayStation. It's not on any other platform except the Switch. It was planned for the 3DS version. When they showed the when they they when they unveiled this game, they said it was to be a PS4 version. They showed the big beautiful world. I believe this was before the Switch unveil. Then they talked about a 3D version, which obviously the 3D models weren't going to look as good. So then they showed an option where you could play the thing in 2D, sprite-based. And it was like top-down on the top screen, like models, and then like the mm-hmm. map was all 2D on the bottom screen. It looked great. Yeah. And then they canned, they canned the 3D version. So it looks like they're bringing that to the Switch version, which I does like it. give it a little – yeah, it's got to give it a little oomph for folks like me that have been waiting for it because I want to play it on Switch. Um, Callow and, and Kyle have been playing on PS4. They adore the game. They, they've been yeah. saying the nicest things about Dragon Quest XI for a long time. So uh, that's that's a big get for the, for the fall, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. looks yep. great. Uh, I think that – those pixels are too pretty to have been scrapped completely. So I'm glad that they salvaged them and put them in, in some fashion. It's interesting to see how it will uh, switch between. I, I'd like to see a side by side to see where everything matches up on, on, you know, re- landmarks and relativity and cool stuff. To, so maybe they touch this in the direction I've already forgotten. Can you do it on whim? Can you like press a button to swap or is it one of those things you got to boost into that mode and play it that uh-huh. way? Because it'd be cool if you could, like, in, like, um, like Halo, that. the Master Chief collection, yeah. when you play Halo 1 and Halo 2, you can flip between the remastered version and the That's old cool. version. And it is awesome because you're like, wow, this looks way better. It would be really cool if at any moment you could be like, you know what, I'm playing 2D now. Button. That would be yeah. really cool. And to me, it just seems like, you know, you go between third and first person in, like, a, a just any sort of Minecraft kind of game. So I, I think it can be doable. We'll see. Alrighty, moving on. Disney gets some love. Tsum Tsum Festival coming 2019. For you guys, those of you guys don't know. What the hell is a Tsum Tsum? What's a Tsum Tsum? So uh, they're just like these really super adorable personifications of Disney characters. We're talking Mickey like a hamster. Mouse, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, they're all just they're all just kind of they're meant to be those little. Um, Oh gosh, what do you call them? Like screen cleaners. So they're cloth, you know, and I they don't. have they have a little <laughs> bottom on the they have a little bottom on them that's that screen cleaning material for your phone or your glasses or something. Okay, and I think that's what they started out. So is this as, like a real thing? There's a real thing. So These it's like are, an eraser? No, it's just uh, I have one at my parents' house that I'll have to show you. Um, but Kevin collects them. Of course uh, he does. Kevin to show you. Uh, I I wish I could collect them, but most of them are Japanese exclusives because this is a Japanese Disney thing. You know, these they have the store where it's just they have the big zooms, they have the little tiny zooms, the little zooms, all the zooms. 
They're you called Sue. Assume, you know, what's funny is all the, the, the crap that Kevin gives multiple people on yeah. PSVG for him <laughs> to collect something like a Sim Sim makes all the sense <laughs> in the world. Wow. Incredible stuff. I, I think it's adorable. And if they weren't so pricey, they're like $6 for one of these little bitty things. So just imagine like a little cylinder, but that cylinder has been turned into a Disney character. So you've got the front of the cylinder face. Is but you Mickey use it face. to clean things. Well, that's the that's what the the normal size ones so are. Like they you, have like and then they just design it. Yeah, but now it's just turned into a toy collection thing. So it's like a beanie baby kind of. Okay. Uh, okay. So there's just all these zooms. You can stack them into pyramids because zooms. they're all the same thing. And, you know, they have them based off of Disney rides. And then they have them based off of the Disney movies. I think they're coming. Just classic Disney stuff. To be quite honest with you, this is the first time I've ever heard the word zoom. <laughs> I don't know what it stands for. It's just really cute. T-S-U-M, okay. if anybody's wondering, it's like, what's a sum? Like, sumo? No, T-S-U-M. Uh, so it, it got made into a mobile game, like an app game where it's like all of the things that are touching, you swipe your finger to um, clear all of the Donald Ducks that are touching each other. And then once you do that, more of them pop in. And you basically are collecting the characters, so you do as many games as you can. You get enough coin or you buy. It's those microtransaction things where you, you buy more. So they're making a huge new game that has that mobile element in it. But they're adding like it's it's a festival game. I, I, I was looking at it and I'm just like, oh, it's a Tsum Tsum thing. It, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm not going to get it. It's super cute. But if you have kids in your family, I guess, you know, get them a Disney Tsum Tsum festival. Game. I'm never showing this to my children ever. I'm not Jack would probably think it's zooms, cute. Zooms, zooms. Telling you, man, they're very collectible, uh, and they come out with like holiday editions. Of and, course, and they do. Valentine editions sure. and, and stuff like that. Makes Japan sense. knows what sells. Good job, Disney. Good job, Japan. Um, all right, I'm a little bit winded, um, so I'm gonna let you take this one because okay. you're you're playing Starlink, so um, Starlink adding a new mode, and guess what's coming. New Star Fox missions in Starlink Battle for Atlas. Uh, I have the press release up, so I'll just read that. Starlink Battle for Atlas digital update comes in April and will add new Star Fox missions to the Nintendo Switch version of the game. So let's stop here before you even talk about it. Does, so, like, if you bought this on Xbox PlayStation, are you getting anything? Or is, Probably not. Man, that, I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't know sucks. if they have. I don't know if they have a separate. Like they're getting a different campaign if based on what their characters are in lieu of Star Fox, but it's the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, yeah. they didn't have to do this. I wonder if it was originally planned and they're just like, eh. But it's free, isn't it's it? It's totally free. You get to play as Peppy, Falco, and Slippy. Not have them in your game, not have them next to you. Right. Play as them. Upgrade their ship and their weapons as you Crazy. help aid the fight to down Star Wolf's lieutenants Andrew, Pigma, and Leon in a series of challenging missions. Additional content released as part of the update includes new Starship races, faction missions, and more. The spring update of Starlink Battle for Atlas launches this April. That's when I'm going to start playing it. I'm excited. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. I I, uh, I could not be more excited. Like, if, if I hadn't played the game, I would have just read this and moved on. But playing the game, I'm like, this is awesome. I can't wait. Yeah. So what we, it's what I wished like I uh, Breath of the Wild did with the Guardians. It's what we all wanted them to do. And here Star Fox is doing it. Now we get to play as Falco. Oh, oh, 
Jason Lacey's somewhere is talking about how he needs to find Starlink game now. They just they should have just made Starlink like a Star Fox game. They should just make a Star I Fox know. game. I know. Whatever. Well, they've got the bug in the ear, so to speak. Sure. All right. Now it's my turn to talk. Um, I lost my mind when this happened. Yeah, you did. So all of a sudden, I'm looking at this game and I'm like, wait a second. That's Rune Factory 4 for the 3DS. And they've remade it. And it's going to be called Rune Factory 4 Special, a port of the 3DS title, coming in 2019. I played the hell out of Rune Factory 4. I've played it more than any other Rune Factory game. It is an incredible entry into the series. For those of you guys that don't know what Rune Factory is, it's Harvest Moon, okay. right? It's creators. It's the Bokemon so farm. creators farming. It's a spinoff game of that where you've got a dungeon element in it. So... There's fighting, and you're killing monsters in dungeons, and there's kind of a story progression that goes Isn't on. That like where what Stardew Valley is? Like you farm, and then you go dungeon mining and whatnot? Right, in the mines, but this is actual full-on dungeons in, in Rune Factory. So okay. it's it's just full-on, you're fighting monsters. Uh, you can fight monsters in the wild areas around you, but there are dedicated dungeons and story done story fighting levels pretty much okay. while you're doing your farm while you're getting married all that kind of stuff uh getting married this is like a relationship builder well that's kind of what harvest moon has in it you can you know gifts to the bachelors or bachelorettes that you like i'm outside of my element here and i'm not playing any of this game so i'm asking questions because i don't know all right you did play stardew though didn't you my daughter played the crap out of it i really haven't Okay. I keep telling myself one day I will, and I just never like. I'm, I'm to be honestly at this point, I'm kind of scared of it because everybody that plays it talks about how they played it for 400 hours, and I'm like, oh. I don't. I don't play it that much. I play it when I need to calm down. Um, so, I am extremely excited about this because we got three Rune Factory games on the DS, and then the only 3DS. Uh, Rune Factory title we got was Rune Factory 4. Now this was back in 2012 or 2013 when this came out originally in Japan. And um, I, let me just let me just go through what happened. Neverland Company was the developer of this game, and they went into bankruptcy. They filed bankruptcy back in like 2013, right after Rune Factory Four had come out. Um, they had been hired by Marvelous which are the people that do Harvest Moon, Bokumono, um, the Rune Factory, they publish. So they hired the dev team as part of their main conglomerate. And they said that, well, they were working on Rune Factory 5, but we have other plans for them. And they, they made this other RPG. Um, and Rune Factory 5 was just kind of dead. As of 2014, nobody thought that it was ever going to come back. Nobody knew, you know, what the future for the series was going to hold. Marvelous just kind of said, eh, whatever. After we get this Rune Factory 4 special, oh my God, I about lost my mind to the nth degree. Rune Factory 5 is now officially again in development. It's huge. We thought this series was completely dead. Uh, people have been asking for a new Rune Factory game for years, and uh, clearly they've been listening, and they know that everybody's been wanting it. It does make 
pretty good amounts of money. It's it's a very popular series. Uh, so it is in is in development for Switch. Do we know if if it's exclusive? Five years later. I'm 99% sure it is because all the Rune Factory games have been on Nintendo. Is it the same people developing it? The same people that got moved to other things? Or have they moved it? Marvelous is doing it. I don't know if it's the same development team, but they are clearly putting people on it. Like, I mean, Marvelous is doing it themselves this time. So they're not outsourcing to Neverland because Neverland is not a thing anymore. How much better did the Rune Factory 4 special port look compared to what it did when you played on 3ds um well i mean i can tell that the models were upped a little bit you know everything looked a little bit grainy it was very early 3ds title like i said it was made in japan i think in 2012 or 2013 and it made its way over into the states maybe in 2013 um it looks it looks better obviously the dialogue boxes and the character drawings and stuff are are bumped up and probably redrawn and redone and stuff uh, but otherwise it looks like the same game, okay. just a little bit. I'd say it's probably running, I don't know, not full seven, uh, probably 720p for the graphics. Okay. I would okay. say the drawings look great. The drawings cool. look really good. Uh, it's, it's great. It's a wonderful, wonderful, it's wonderful news for anybody that followed this series and wondered what the heck happened because we thought it was dead and I just, it's like Christmas. Can't believe it. Okay. Can we take the next one? Um, I mean, I can keep going. <laughs> okay, I was going to give you a minute to breathe, but please go ahead. I'm good. I'm good. Oninaki, which is a Square Enix title. Uh, this game looked pretty cool. It's coming in 2019 in the summer. Um, I wasn't paying attention much because I was still kind of reeling from room. Oh, I got you some stuff. All right, yeah, so- go ahead. Players assume the role of a watcher named Kaguchi, doing battle by manifesting the souls of daemons, which act as the classes found in traditional role-playing games. Each daemon has its own unique weapon and skills, and players can shift between them in real time to gain the upper hand in battle, and you move between the living world and the realm of the dead known as the beyond. This is the next game from Tokyo RPG Factory, the makers right. of I Am Setsuna and the other one, Lost Fear. Sphere? Yeah, Lost Sphere. Lost Fear. Which I own. Yeah. I bought it. I've never played it. it. I've never played it. Because mm-hmm. uh, Jason and I both played I Am Setsuno. Both loved it. I Am Setsuno is great. All mm-hmm. of the bad fervor made me not like play Lost Odyssey. Or what is it? Lost Sphere? I keep saying Lost Odyssey. Sphere. Yeah. Lost Sphere. And I kept telling myself one day when I have like a, a lull or a rut, I'll, I'll try it. And that day Wait. hasn't come yet. But it's on my Switch. Yeah. It's sitting there. I've heard. I've. I've heard there was so much hype with that game and that it let everybody down. It just seemed um, like but, coming off I Am Setsuna, which felt like a real great back-to-roots old-school RPG done in a modern uh-huh. way. And then it's like they they may have leaned too far into it with Lost Sphere because Lost Sphere was like, if I remember correctly from all the r- rumors and all of the feedback that I that I watched and Jason and I read and reported on, really convoluted like menu system class system it's just a lot of options and that stuff scares me i'm like i don't you know i don't do that this looks great because this looks like an more of an action rpg um it still appeared to be turn-based but i'm not sure there might even be button commands this might be more like xenoblady than yeah, uh, those games it yep. looks really good the, the art okay. style is much improved from those other games that they make um yep. I think I think I'm in on this one. 
Yeah, I, I like what I saw on this one too. I would like to know a little bit more about the Lost story. Lost Sphere aside, RPG Factory is a good studio. Like, I think both of the games oh, are no, good. No, like, no. They, they make good games. I think they just missed the mark the last one. So maybe this is the, maybe this is the one that cor- kind of corrects the curve. Yeah. We'll have to see. I like Square, so uh, we'll see what Square's got. Yoshi's Crafted World. We already know that it's coming March 29th, but we learned today that there's a free demo available now. Go download it. I've got to go download it. Right now. Uh, I've got to go download it uh, immediately after Shaq, so that one and and some other things that are available now. They also showed uh, something that I'm going to be obsessed with. (laughs) and trying to unlock costumes including the nintendo labo piano which is apparently very hard to get i bet you probably have to have made the piano and labo variety kit and actually messed around with it in order to unlock it in the game or something that'd be cool uh, these 180 costumes are like ridiculous they're not even like different all you know in yoshi's woolly world we had different colors the amiibo of skins and the, yeah the different yeah. and i like that you know the link flavor and the dog club flavor that was good they're just yoshi in these little boxes <laughs> they're like yoshi in like an apple juice box or it's like just a box that says apple juice on it okay it's it's cute they're 180 180 boxes or and you're gonna have things. to get every single one of them aren't you Yep. Just like you're up to 100% every single level. I can do that, no problem. The only ooh, the only problems I had with Yoshi's Woolly World were the, were the special stages. Those things were insane. So I played the demo right before we went on, right before we came to Shaq here. Yeah. It's great. It's it's really good. Uh, I can't wait. It's been on pre-order for me for a It's beautiful. Good. I love the little bloom, like, fabric Yoshi. Um I really like the, the the throwing mechanic. Is like a, what's the best way of saying this? It's like it's like on a pointer system. So when you play Yoshi's Woolly World, you could click to throw right, and right. then it would either automatically turn. You could set it to turn on a timer, and then it was like a, a quick time. So it right. would it would start rotating, and you would pick where you want to throw it, right. or you could click to turn on the thrower, move your stick to aim, and then click to throw it again. This yeah. one, you click to throw. And then you can literally, let me put my finger up so folks can see me. You can pick, like you could just rotate the stick around the map. So you can go diagonal, up, down, left, right. Yeah, yeah. So you can just kind of pick where you want to aim it to. And you can highlight objects in the foreground and the background and throw things at them. That makes sense. I was wondering why they would be doing that. I'm like, that's almost cheesing it, you know, but... I forgot about that depth element now that they're going to be doing. So it makes sense to be able to pick to throw things behind you or throw the thing, things in front. The, the thing that made me, the thing that really got me going like this game is going to be great is the moment I started throwing balls into the background and knocking down castle cardboard posts and signs oh. and things. There's going to be so many hidden secrets back there that you won't get unless you just start throwing things at the environment. I love Yoshi secrets. Oh, I love that's finding good. all the flowers. I love getting all of the the yarn balls from dang it. Dang maybe, it. I can't wait. Maybe they just picked a really good level. I mean it's the first level in the game. Maybe that's just really good level, but I played the first level and I was like, this would be the best Yoshi game's ever been made. Like I came out of I was like, dude, this game's gonna be dope. I was I'm more excited now than I've ever been for it. And that's even the day that it was shown. Like having played just the first level, I was like, this whole game. It's going to be incredible. I cannot wait to get it. The coins are like super bright and vibrant. 
Like, it's just good. Knowing how they're going to do puzzles with this whole hidden element, background, foreground, things that are going on. I threw something at, um, oh, God, it's the Shy Guys, right? Yeah. So there's a Shy Guy who was walking in the background. He walked behind what looked to be, like, a, a building, and I threw the thing at the building, and it fell on the Shy Guy. And <laughs> like a little, I was like, this is amazing. Oh, this is good. It's good. I like that it's got depth. That's great. There's there's some new. levels that have that depth thing where you like maybe go backwards and the the thing turns around and then you're on that side and then you you know but the fact that we have a foreground a middle ground and a background that's in all that's honesty awesome. it feels a lot like Little Big Planet if Little Big Planet played like a Nintendo game it's kind of like the Little Big Planet and I I know I, I want to say something and I as I'm saying it I know. Our PlayStation people are probably not going to like me saying it, so I like I almost, I almost cringe when I say it. But as somebody who liked Little Big Planet, I own the Little Big Planet games. I bought them. So mm-hmm. as somebody who likes Little Big Planet and is a Nintendo fan, this kind of feels like the Little Big Planet that we always wished like it was because like, yeah. So like <laughs> Little Big Planet, right? Never played like Mario. It was like Mario, but it didn't feel mm-hmm. like Mario. This is like a little Big Planet game, but it feels like Yoshi, and that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Fire Emblem Three Houses. This was the thing that was touted at the beginning, saying that we were going to get information on it. And Donnie and I are both huge Fire Emblem people, right? Yep. This is one of the things that we always look forward to. Um Fire Emblem Three Houses has an official release date for July 26th. Koizumi said that he they were planning on making it earlier, but the, the development, they wanted to, you know, ripen it up a little bit more, make it a little bit better. Um, so, July 26th is our date. They announced a special edition called Seasons of Warfare, available for $99.99 instead of the normal $60 price. It's your special edition. It's Fire Emblem. It's really limited. If you want it, you better get it now. If and what is it? So it comes with a calendar, a steel book. Calendar, steel book, art book, and there was something else. Like a pouch, maybe? I can't something remember. Something like that? For me, it's it's all about the art book. I'm all about the art I'm book. I'm all about the steel book. Like, I was in with the steel book. Um, I was, I was, I want, I wish there was a little bit more. I, I wish there was a little bit more. Um, but yeah, this, this steel book is good. Yeah, I would trade my steel book for a normal cart if anybody's interested, but I'm just all about the art book. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get into some of the stuff they touched on. So number one, you control the main character and the main character, you can choose a boy or a girl, just like in Awakening with Robin or Fates with Corrin, where you get to choose your gender. Uh, they have an ability, or I'm sorry, I'm going backwards here. Uh so your character is not only the um, son or daughter of the general. I believe his name was Geralt or something. That sounds right. You're yeah, a mercenary. Correct, but you're also a professor. I was say, so you're a mercenary of this famous. You're a part of this mercenary family. Your dad's like famous who goes mm-hmm. through some stuff, and you end up being a professor. Yes, at the church. The church school that's in the middle of the country, which is all three neutral uh, to the other correct. factions. Yep, of the three quote houses, the three 
kingdoms, families that basically run this land. Yep. Um, and the heads of the houses or such, they send all of their kids to school there, it seems. Um, and they're your students and you're teaching them how to fight. So kind of like how Crom had the shepherd, he was the shepherds, you know, and they had the, his flock of sheep. This is your sort of like Crom and you've got your band of, of students somewhere. Yeah, like- the, the press release says, the three noble houses that are part of the officer's academy, the black eagles, the blue lions, and the golden deer. And as a professor, the player must choose one of these houses to lead its students in grid-based battles with life-or-death stakes. So I'm assuming like the replayability of the game is playing through multiple ones. All three of them. Uh, we were joking, this is a very Harry Potter house. kind of is, yeah. Because you've got red for Gryffindor, blue for Ravenclaw, yellow for Hufflepuff. Um, so they just went into a little bit of the mechanics that not only are they your students and you're doing the fighting on typical tactical fire emblem maps and stuff, sure. but off to the side, you have those um, cut scenes where you're boosting kind of like your support conversations, but it looks like they're full out scenes where you're like in a mess hall talking and, and, and gaining some relationship points there. Uh, you can also get your students to boost their skills by doing some studying and learning different things. So if you want them to up their flight capabilities, if they're a Pegasus Knight, I suppose, then you can say, go read this book, go study it. And it's, it's kind of like a, you know, I guess you have to come back after a certain time, or I don't know if it's automatic or what. And um, it seems like a Sims type thing where you send your sim off to learn a point for like charisma or creativity. And that's how they boost their skills. That's the way I was getting it. Uh, We also talked about how it's similar to Valkyria Chronicles four that we've both been playing. I think that similarity is, is better. Yeah. In Valkyria Chronicles, there's all these training modes and um, Mm -hmm. I would say they're optional, but they're not at some point in the game. You've got to like go and boost them up. You won't get through, but um, you don't have to do it constantly. You kind of just do it occasionally, and um, yeah, and you can and characters can can grow affinity towards one another. But you just make them stronger by selecting skills, and there's a little cutscene that you can skip. Um, I watched this again after after we streamed live, and I still gotta say, I'm not I'm not. I bought it anyway, so don't get me wrong. We we already, we both but we both bought it. I'm getting it anyway. I'm gonna play it. It's not really doing much for me right now. I got to tell you, like, I don't I don't think this was the strongest showing that I want this game to have. And maybe they'll have its own direct where they really dive into it or and really explain things. But that would what, be I, great. what I don't like about it are a couple of things. I don't like being this neutral teacher. I feel like the story isn't focused on me. And that's what I want. And when I play Fire Emblem games, the Fire Emblem games that I enjoy, especially with this one, when it was called Three Houses, I don't think I was alone in, like, immediately like drawing to fates and thinking that I was going to be a part of this big narrative of these warring factions and play on each side. That's what I wanted. And it really doesn't look like you might be, maybe you are, but this, this trailer didn't really, it's like, you're going to be going out doing like these peacekeeping missions, these little skirmishes between the three. And that's what I want. I want big global conflict, you know, it's going to happen. I think that's I think that's definitely going to be in the cards, but it starts out like peacekeeping missions and then crap happens, you know? Yeah, but 
You might be right, but you can't do that if you're the teacher teaching the students of this one house, and I guess you go play the other houses. Like, I don't, I don't I guess know. Happen? I don't know. There, there were, you know, there were characters in Fates that that switch sides, and some. some yeah, it doesn't feel as dramatic. I guess yeah. is the best way of putting it. I wanted to feel more dramatic, and this doesn't feel like that. And maybe there, maybe it will. Maybe as we get to know the supporting characters, maybe it does that. But I'm like this trailer didn't show me any of that. And this was really the game's reveal, really. And for that not to be there, I'm just a little, I'm a little concerned. I'm wondering what the narrative is going to be like. And then also, you know, like we've been, they were talking about this battling system of us controlling like battalions of people and it being kind of like this dynasty warriors type thing. We didn't really see a whole lot of that either. We saw things like that in, in cutscenes. So I don't think it's been removed. I think it's there. They just didn't really talk about it. What they showed in terms of gameplay looked like Fire Emblem 3DS. It looked like Fire Emblem 3DS maps and Fire Emblem 3DS unit control. And I got you. I was hoping for more. I was hoping for more. So um, I think we'll definitely, like we were talking about that before, I was like, maybe they're trying to get these mechanics out of the way so we don't have to see it. I wouldn't be surprised if we they completely forgo this at, at E3 and we get our own Fire Emblem Direct in late June. I would expect that. Or at least, yeah, I actually think that's probably... M- it's probably better suited for the franchise and then throwing it in a direct or throwing it in an E3 presentation. It's probably better to focus in on firemen. So the folks that are there for the details can get it versus yeah. <laughs> making everybody else sit through it. Cause nobody wants that. Yeah. It's such a tactical yeah. heavy kind of, you got to learn. Hear, like I want to hear new classes and new, 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 new unit types and new strategies. I want to hear like, what's the gimmick, you know, where's the dragon vein or something like we didn't get right. any of that. It was very probably going to be a dragon, guys, just for warning. <laughs> it was very like, you know, honestly, the best way to put it, this whole trailer to be felt bland for Fire Emblem. It's kind of bland, okay. kind of cookie cutter. And I think that's what's letting me down a little. I was just like, I mean, I pre-ordered anyway, so don't get me wrong. I'm putting my money where my mouth is like, I'm going to get it anyway. So it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. It could be an awful game and I'm still buying it, but I was just, yeah, I wanted, I wanted a little bit more. I'm just ready for it. Uh, no, it's me been too. A long time. And I, I was expecting it before E3, and we're getting it in July, which is better because the the word that started surfing this, surfacing this morning out of Amazon in Europe was that it had been delayed. We don't have a date yet, but supposedly delayed well, until September. Uh, it was delayed to this was- year. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, I think I think it's a fine time for that game to release in July. Um, we like. We still have more games to get through, and we have a lot of games that we already talked about, so there's plenty to play. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That's our. Uh, that's one of our babies, so I think we have high hopes, high expectations. We, and, which... we, and we do. Yeah, I mean, I'm just not sold on it like I was Echoes and Fates and Awakening. I've been on this high. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of had a little uh, Fire Emblem Warriors like, narrative-like thing. I was like... I need it to be more than this, guys. I need a little bit more than, oh my God, you stepped onto our land. Let's do battle. I'm like, no, I don't. I need soap opera, big, gigantic, far-reaching impacts. I need my decisions to matter. I want to steal some dude's daughter and have her sister hide as a maid, only to reveal herself and then flip to the other side. That's what I'm looking for in my Fire Emblem games. And this is not it. I don't want to be teaching kids some Hogwarts college how to do math like this is <laughs> when they started going on and on about the teaching thing i was like this is this is bs man <laughs> this is not what i, I want to see I, I think i think it'll i think it'll be fine but <laughs> to say is to end with something really nice 
the animations look great, which are to be expected. The I animations do. look great on 3DS, but seeing them in HD just kind of makes yep. you realize what it was always going to be. I mean, the animations look fantastic. It's like an anime. All right, we could talk about Fire Emblem all day, but I think we're... we should. I'm all for that. <laughs> Maybe one day we will. Um, Tetris 99 available today is a battle royale Tetris game. So you're against 99 other players. The last and person you all start Tetris one. until one remains. Yep. I don't want to do that. No, I think Tetris is like anxious enough. I have enough anxiety I, I just playing Tetris. By exactly. myself. <laughs> I don't want to compete against anybody else. I'm not that good at I love Tetris. I'm not that good at it. But I couldn't imagine, like, constantly being bombarded by other real-life people. Oh, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd lose so fast. Do oh, we yeah. get a date? Do we get a... Not a date. Do we get a price in this game at all? I think it's free for Nintendo Switch online users, is what they said. I, th- oh, I don't think so. I'm going to look it up. You keep talking. Okay, I'm going to look it up. I believe it said that it was free for online users. I think they were just saying, like... Make sure you remember you've got to have it, I think is what oh, they were doing. But hang on. It's available now exclusively to Nintendo Switch Online members. you have That's what it means. It's exclusive to Nintendo Switch. Still don't have gotcha. a date, though. Or, I mean, a price. Let's say, oh, it says it's available today, so check the eShop really quick. It's free. I, that's what I said. Free. I'm sorry. I, I didn't. I just, online yeah, it's members. free, but only for Nintendo Switch Online. That's cool. Get a little bit oh. back on the Nintendo Switch Online. You know what? For free, I'll try it. Okay. Shellshock says, you v me. Cool. All right. Here we go. Dead by Daylight. <laughs> horror game. Fall 2019. Just in time for Halloween, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, not doing anything for me. I mean, I'm game. surprised that it was here. Did not expect it. Um, Kevin's it played this game rough. more than me. Kevin, uh, it does look rough. It looks pretty rough. Now, it's early. It's not out until the fall. So don't don't write it off yet. But didn't didn't show great first first appearance but at the same time a mobile version of dead by daylight i think has some value to to some folks that want to play those games it's cool that it's there yep um delta rune which is kind of the undertale sequel not sequel that toby fox has decided to do that chapter one thing got released last year late at some point uh it kind of freaked everybody out it's just the first chapter it's an ongoing they didn't freak everybody out just a few yeah. people. It was like 26 of you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but that chapter one thing that was available for people to play on PC sometime last year is, it was on, it was on Halloween. I remember that now, uh, is going to be available to play on the Switch February 28th. Did you have to pay for that or was it free? It was a free download, right? Free. So I'd free. imagine it'd be free on Switch too. He's working on the full game, but sure. he's kind of teasing everybody with this so it's kind of like an early access taste yep i'll play it for free i i I enjoyed undertale i didn't find it all inspiring um but i'll 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 play it for free i think i like this one more it's more rp like actual turn-based rpg okay i like those elements yep damon x machina has a new demo available now we do not have a release date for it, but they're doing something similar to what Octopath Traveler did, where they release a demo. They're going to be sending a random or a survey to a bunch of random people to download the demo, and they're going to ask for feedback. This demo is uh, called Prototype Missions, and there are four available missions, so uh, we're going to get a taste of what this game is. I definitely want to download it, because this is one of those games I'm on the fence about. I don't know if I actually want to buy it. Yeah. Uh, but from what I've seen, it looks great. I'm doing like it right it. after Shaq. That's like yep. 
I have it downloaded. I'm staring at it. I want to play it so bad. I want to put my hands on Damon X Machina and know what it is. Yeah. How long between that beta test demo with Octopath before it actually was a year? You know what? It happened in the summer, and then I think we didn't get... We got a second demo early spring or in the spring last year, and then Octopath didn't come out until July or August. So it's almost past. like a year, right? Yep. So if we're going by that, do you think Damon X is this time next year or late fall? Damon about X that, looks, late fall? Uh, Damon X looked more finished than I thought it would be. So I, yeah, I'm but, thinking last worst case scenario, spring next year. No, no, I would agree with that. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think worst case scenario, it's a year from now. Yeah. Um, I still think it's going to be available later this year, though. You know what? I would tell you, here's my cons- not concern. Concern's not the right word. I'm not concerned about the game. I think the game looks great. I can't wait to play it. My issue with like trying to speculate as a date is I don't know how much content they have. Right. Uh, like That's the I thing that I'm worrying about. Like They're building this game. Is it like mission-based? Is it like this armor core thing where you go from a menu to a mission and they're all like these little chapters together? Or are they trying to build it into like a bigger expanding world with a narrative? I don't know what the scope and scale for what they're hoping this thing is at the end. Right. And and that's what I've been saying for what the last three weeks on Shaq has been answering questions about it. I was like, I don't know if this game is coming in May or next May because I yeah. don't know where this is. And you I don't think this demo is going to tell us because I think what this demo is the little bits and pieces. Like, I'm not sure if we're not dealing with like a, a finished system mechanically, but not a game. I think it, this, this is supposed to show you the mechanics, what you like, what you don't like, yeah. uh, what, what's user-friendly and what's not. Uh, I don't know. I would hope that there's some story narrative to this game, but... So I hope, like, with Octopath... What you want? With Octopath, what I hope they do from this is we do the demo, they do the surveys. I'm hoping in, like, May or E3, we get, like, a little developer YouTube video where they give us an update. Here's where Mm -hmm. we are with the game, and here's where we want to go. And then maybe, you know, like, they keep... I hope they just keep, keep updating us. I hope we just don't go quiet for the next however yeah. long until a direct in September where we learn it's next year. Like mm-hmm. keep us updated with it. Like if you're going to go this route, you're going to give us a chunk of the game or ask for a feedback, well then keep coming back to us, you know, like right. update us on the status, like be more vocal. Um, because I, I think it sucks when you get a taste of something and then you just, you just start waiting around for a long time. You're like, I have no idea where, where it is. So. Yeah. Yep. All right, we will touch on the next few because they are just pretty much the games and their release dates. Grid Autosport, summer of 2019. It is Look a good. realistic type racer. I'm not a racer like in that kind of thing. Sure. So, like I like my Mario Kart and my Diddy Kong yeah. and all that stuff. But uh, this yeah. looks good though, like it visually does. very appealing, which is what matters to car games. They're tech demos. Like that's what you want to see. You want to see big, beautiful, you know, super shiny wheels. You know, like, <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, Hellblade Senua's oh Sacrifice is getting ported to Switch, and it looks really good too. Um, for being on Switch, coming spring 2019. So the I footage they showed was almost like unbelievable. It looks great. It looks beautiful for being on Switch. Uh, because it, I've seen the actual photos of you know the full 4K resolution yeah. of that game. This, this one was not 4K, but it still looks really good. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, which we already knew, is coming April 23rd. Unravel 2, which we had seen a little bit of before, where you're 
two people controlled by a little string of yarn together, March 22nd. Hang on, hang on. Before we do that one, I just want to go back to Hellblade. I've said it on PSVG, but we've never really had it come up here in Nintendo Shack. Um, I beat this game two years ago on PlayStation 4. I've played it on Xbox One. It came to Game Pass. It was one of my favorite games this generation, and it was one of my favorite games of the year that I played it, like top three. If you haven't played this game yet, it's a must-play. You must play with headphones. It tells a great, crazy only in video game story that touches both like on a personal, like sentimental level. Um, you know, it's gonna it's gonna hit you in the feels, and it's also like crazy video game at the same time. And it's just fun. It's super fun. Yeah, it's it's an experience, and it's worth having. And the game isn't very expensive. I'm not sure. Um, there, it was like thirty bucks brand new. So I don't think they'll go above that. It's not a $60 game. Um, You can beat it in a weekend. I think I beat it in two sittings. It's not a super long game. But, you know, like for Switch, there aren't a lot of games like this. Narrative, adventures, single-player-focused story. And I love those games. Probably my favorite games. So I'm always looking to support them. Um, This is the closest thing you guys are going to, like, we're going to get, you know, to uh, an Uncharted or... Exactly. This is like a PlayStation exclusive type game. When it was exclusive PlayStation, it was a big get. Um, it's good. So if you haven't yep. played it, you got to play it. Okay. Uh, I left off at Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered. This is the one with the American Revolution coming to May 21st on Switch and March 29th for everyone else. So that we are getting sucks. It. I know. So when we were watching it, I explained that uh, we've been expecting this this announcement. And I've been a little torn. Do I get it on Xbox where they showed a trailer, has all the bloom lighting, the shaders, it looks gorgeous, it's in 4K. I was like, ooh. Assassin's Creed 3, by the way, one of my favorite Assassin's Creed games. That's not a popular opinion. A lot of people don't like this one. A lot of people don't like Um, it. (laughs) I don't like Black Flag. Odyssey wasn't my favorite, but I love the Ezio trilogy and I love Assassin's Creed. I don't know what that says about me as a Assassin's Creed fan, but I like those. And um, I was really excited to go back and play it. Because not only do you get Assassin's Creed 3, you get Assassin's Creed Liberation Remastered, which is the Vita game, and you get the, um, I forget what it's called, it's the George Washington Tyrant DLC, where they did Assassin's Creed 3, but then they basically did like a whole story where if George Washington was a bad guy, like he turns. Ooh, yeah, so, Washington, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's it. So he like, turns himself into the king and stuff, and you've got to like go and, 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 and liberate the people. So it's, it's actually, it's almost like three games in one at a $40 price point. It's pretty extreme. It's pretty good value. And yeah. um, I was like, I, but I would like to see what it looks like on Switch. If it could even be comparable, I would love to play an open world game like that on my Switch. That sounds cool. And then after the direct, I go and start looking up the dates and everything. And I realize this thing doesn't come out for two months after it comes out everywhere else. Yeah. So not only can I get it, I can get it on Xbox in in, in March. I got to wait all the way until May to get, on Assassin's, to get it on Switch. And I don't even know if it'll be... I mean, obviously, it's not going to be a 4K. That's not what I'm saying. I don't I don't want anybody listening there going, obviously, it's not going to be a 4K. But, like, what I was hoping for, Skyrim on Switch is really good. Is it as beautiful as the, the remastered definitive editions on Xbox? No. But if you're playing it on Switch, you wouldn't know because it's beautiful. Like, it's really good. I was wondering if, like, maybe Assassin's Creed 3 could be like that. Could it be 1080p with all the foliage at a good frame rate and look good? And now, I don't even know. Like, now I'm probably going to get an Xbox just because I don't want to wait. But, with one exception, I want to go ahead and make this announcement now. Because I had all these big plans, but with Jason 
stepping away and us doing some new things and, and moving some things around, I, I think we're just going to go back to kind of the original plan. And uh, the shack will return to Hyrule in March, late March sometime. we got to wait for Devin to get the game. That's what we're waiting on. But it'll be after Anthem and Far Cry and Rage and all the other stuff that we're playing right now through, like, mid-March. So that, that end of March, early April, we're all going to play Breath of the Wild again. And the plan is to get other PSVGers to come through Shack. So we're going to have a Shack with Kyle and a Shack with Josh and a Shack with Devin, and we're talking about Breath of the Wild again. So it might be this, like, little rotating segment where every week we kind of get, like, a little Breath of the Wild story in Love addition it. to the shack. So yeah, yeah, Love that's it. really exciting stuff. So I say that to say if we're playing Breath of the Wild, I You're might be happy to wait until May. <laughs> oh, that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah. It just it really it didn't look great. To it did it looked like the Wii U version of the game. That's just it. I I, I just can't believe that that's all they can do for a Switch version. And I'm wondering if that's why it's delayed a bit. Maybe it needs a little more time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm not an Assassin's Creed. My AC is Animal Crossing. I'm just letting you guys know. <laughs> um, then we got some Final Fantasy information. Final Fantasy VII, the actual just old Final Fantasy VII game, not the remake, because that thing uh, is probably the, never. Yeah, it's the PC port, and it's got all the awful menus and all the old polygonal lines and drawing. Oh, oh, oh. March 26th, oh. Chocobo Mystery Dungeon, March 20th, and oh. Final Fantasy IX, available today. Better. Just are you getting any uh, Final Fantasy games? I want to get the pack. I thought they were coming in like a pack. Well, 10 is, right? 10 and 10 2 come together physically. Do they? I think so. I thought they were just like you could buy the thing, you could buy the bundle and download and no, get the I think, whole No, I think 7 bunch. and 9 and, and Crystal Chronicles might be physical, but I think most of them are digital. <laughs> But okay. ten, I knew, I knew that. But I, I thought, I thought like you just download the Final Fantasy pack and you got all those games when they. And maybe, I didn't realize maybe they were there is a big bundle like that. There might be. I don't know. I have no idea. I, I very, very infrequently go to the eShop because I'm, I'm not physical a physical person. Final Fantasy guy. So. Then we got this bombshell of a game that I am excited for. Um, this is a Platinum Games title. Available August 30th of this year called Astral Chain. Uh, this was kind of a dystopian new age. Cyberpunky. You're, you're a police officer and you've got yourself like a robot weapon slash extra fighter next to you that can be an animal. I was I was looking at like, is this a Xenoblade X2 game? Or something because it looked like the blade mechanic in Xenoblade 2, where you fight alongside your weapon is an actual person, and um, that's what it looked like. But no, then we get the thing that shows that it's it's from Hideko Kamiya and uh, Takahisa Chara from Nier Automata, and mm. yeah, it, it's it's Platinum Games title, and this just came out of nowhere. Is it exclusive? I don't know. That would be a good question. I'm gonna look up the press release. Uh, but this looks this looks boss. I mean, I think it does look good. We, we were both really excited when we saw. It. I was like, "Holy crap!" So uh, I thought is- when I first started unveiling and they started whipping out um, different different games or I mean games. I'm sorry, I'm trying to type and talk at the same time, carry on two different conversations, and I can't. I'm not okay. that good. Um, when they started whipping out like all the mechanics that went on their arm and like started to spin around their arm and turn their weapons, I seriously yeah. thought I was like. Is this Xenogears? Like, is this? Yeah. 
is it back? Like, are we doing? Is are we about to do this right now? And then when they started spin off, especially when they started showing like the aura and stuff and all, like kind of like I started to get like Devil May Cry vibes, and that's when I was like, it's a platinum game. So I didn't expect it to be a brand new IP. Uh, more details about this Nintendo Switch exclusive will be revealed in the future. Oh, this looks so good. And when I found out that um, that it was from the Nier, Autom- Nier Automata director, yeah. it makes sense. Because the battle oh, yeah. and the style like looked right. Um, right. It's got all this cyberpunky, futuristic stuff. I did get that, yeah, that like uh, punk, yeah. new age type thing oh, that they always do. It looks great. Uh, I think Kyle like jumped in our jumped in our chat and was like, "I'm getting this." Like it, like yeah, this is good. I'm gonna get this too. Like this looks great. Can't wait. That's great. That's a great surprise that's coming literally in like six months. There's a lot six of those in this direct. Yeah. Quite a few of those. Like, hey, here's five games that are coming out this year soon, soonish. After that, that, after that amazing trailer got dropped, uh, Koizumi did mention that Platinum Games is still hard at work on Bayonetta three. Next we did year? not get any sort of date. I think maybe at the if, if not the end of this year, early next year. You think so? Sure. Yep. I don't know. I feel. Hey, like, I mean, it's I mentioned that it, it at the Game Awards in 2017. That's a I'm long time. And and they did they did they did Bayonetta two pretty quick, but at the same time, they feel like they have a lot kind of in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if this is like a next year game. We may not hear about E3. We may go quiet for a while. Okay. But we'll see. I just don't know. Yep. Uh, the final Nintendo Direct <sighs> bit of information we One got more thing. Was, was something that had, had been rumored. And um, I didn't think it was going to happen because I saw this nice little animation coming around. And then you get the zoom in on the bottom of the tunic and the tights. And you know it's our boy Link. Link's Awakening is getting a remaster, and this it's thing is a remake. A remake? Yeah, I mean, it's just not even—it's not anything like what it used to be. So I don't well, like. It's still top down, and it's, it's sure. <laughs> there's, there's. Let's just say that this is a derpable in the Caro dictionary. A derpable. I wonder what they called it in the uh, press release. I'll tell you what they um, called it in the press. They, I bet, I bet they. Before I'm going to say it, I bet they called it a reimagining. They did. This modern reimagining, players travel to mysterious island of Koholint to guide Link on a perilous adventure. That's exactly what they called it. I was spot on. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Uh, if you guys have not played Link's Awakening, this is an absolutely perfect opportunity for you to get into the game. I think it's one of the uh, more lesser appreciated games in the series for sure uh this was originally on the game boy then it got remade in color for the game boy color the dx version and uh you've had every opportunity to get on the eShop. but if the pixel art and that kind of old school game is not your thing i mean this is all yeah this is all done in in top down 3d donnie calls link he looks like hermie the elf from he looks like herbie from rudolph the red-nosed reindeer it's um before we get into the looks, for those that don't know, like this is – I've always considered this like the weird – this is like the wacky Zelda title. There are Goombas and and like Chain Chomps. It's not like these Mario things that come into the world. Like it's this, this is a weird one. It's different, which I'm is not cool. Gonna, 
spoil it for people that haven't played it, but there's a reason why all of that is the way that it is. I haven't played it. I own the DX version that I got on 3DS through the eShop. Do you I know pl- why it is the way it is, though? Mm-mm. Nope, never played it. I just told you, I've never played it. So you don't know anything about the plot? I don't know anything about it. It'll be the first time oh, I'm really playing the game. No, all right, I'm not going to say anything. It's going to be hard yeah. for me to keep my lips buttoned. But, um, <laughs> so I, 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 booted it, I booted up the 3DS because I wanted to take a look at it because I played, honestly, I played the first area like right around his little house and kind of walked mm-hmm. off. And then like the mini map, the old school way of like using the mini map. And oh, I, yeah. I was like, no, you got to remember. So for those that like are upset because I don't play old games and remember the very first portable that I ever owned was a 3DS. I never had a Game Boy or a Game Boy Advance or a Game Boy Color or anything like that. I only played those Pokemon games through my friend's house or on my, my GameCube. So, mm-hmm. like, I just didn't have access. Or my 64, I had the little pack, and I played Pokemon Yellow on it. So I couldn't – yeah, I mean, I, I just I didn't have access to them, so I didn't play them in their time. And I got my 3DS, I think, in, like, 2011 – so you got to imagine having played all the Zeldas on console at that point and then finally trying to boot this up. I was like, no, I'm not going to play this. And I can't, I, you know what? I'll, I don't think I'm alone. I cannot be the only person who's never played this game and wouldn't play the old one. So for those folks out there that are like me, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to, to learn about this little um, hole that I have in my, my Zelda collection history. On to the visuals. This junk is is crazy. It's jarring. I couldn't stop talking about it. The very first time I saw it, I didn't even know if I liked it. I was like, what the so, hell is going on? <laughs> this is my, uh, this is my good. Um, if you haven't seen it and you guys are wondering what the heck we're talking about, this is a Kirby and the rainbows curse meets link between worlds. Um, I'm going to tell you, it looks like it looks like the Rudolph, the rando, the Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer claymation. But kind of like like a celebrity deathmatch thing, like it, everybody kind of looks real, but then they're kind of don't. It's it, I think I seriously think that they use kind of the same realistic looking engine that they use for Yoshi's Crafted World for this because they do have that uncanny, weird like they look like models in a box that they took pictures of, yes. and it's a stop motion thing. There are moments where it looks very realistic. You see like the materials in the house. Or like yeah. the tree or water, and it's like, are they going for a realistic look? And yeah. then you have this chibi tune link pop vinyl link that looks up. You're like, what the hell's going on? And and I said it on Twitter. I don't know what it was. It was jarring, and it, it and I took me a minute, and I kind of love it because it's super weird. Like super I was, adorable. I was just like, wow, this is different. This is new. And he says like he it. wants an amiibo, and I oh, would I do. Buy all I of need the chibi amiibo. link amiibo. Like I would just do it just for that. I need a chibi link amiibo. Dude, I would buy the. I would love if the amiibo were like the normal base, and then he would just like dish big on the base. Tiny, this tiny little thing with his little dot face because he looks Dead like eyes. the tree from Kirby. You know, he's got yeah. like dot eyes and little hole for nose. It's stupid. Like it's yeah. it's utterly dumb. It's a. <laughs> it, it's adorable, but it it's is different. like, and it's I like very- that. And we were talking about the age old debate with Nintendo fans where people hated the way wind waker looked when it was announced and yep. they weren't ready and they weren't prepared for a cartoony thing. And I remember those days cause I was big into my GameCube and I loved it. I've always loved wind waker. It's my favorite. And a large reason why it's my favorite is the cartoon style. And I like young link. I don't want grizzled old link. No, I want like the, the, the 
adventurer story of a boy, you know, like the old Miyamoto thing of playing in the woods as a child, like that, that childlike wonder for adventure. The exploration is what I think Zelda hooks me. And, oh man, this is, this is nuts. This is crazy. I can't wait. I, we're getting a, we're getting a freaking Zelda game this year, guys, for all the the reports and rumors. 2019. Nobody uh, told us that. Didn't see that happening. Did you? I think it happens. If it doesn't happen before Pokemon, it happens before Christmas. Oh, yeah, it's happening. They might. Let's talk about that because I wrote these down. Um, so let's go through the timeline. I like to do this every direct. Uh, February, we have Wargroove, Tetris 99, Deltarune, Final Fantasy 9. March, Yoshi, Crafted World, Unraveled 2, Final Fantasy 7. Ugh. I don't know why anybody would go back and play those things. <laughs> April. Box Boy and Box Girl, the Starlink update, the Smash update, Joker, and Mortal Kombat 11. May, Assassin's Creed 3. Spring, Hellblade, Sinuous Sacrifice. Somewhere between now and May. Yeah. I think they could even go June, maybe. June, Super Mario Maker 2. That's a big one. That's huge. That's huge news. Um, July, Dragon Quest Builders, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Huge news. August, Astral Chain. Huge news. Like, I've got four or five games already between now and August that I'm getting. September, yeah. uh, or I mean, uh, in the summer, we also are expecting Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Bloodstained, Grid Autosport, and Oninaka somewhere between now and next September. All those games are in there. And then in the fall, we've got Dragon Quest XI, we've got Pokemon with Dead by Daylight, and we're expecting Link's Awakening, Luigi's Mansion, Animal Crossing, and Damon X Machina scattered yes. in here. Fall slash holiday. Because they didn't announce any of these things were delayed. And at their last investors meeting, they announced that all 2019 games are on schedule, that they expect to release everything on time. If that's true, and you're a Nintendo Switch owner, and more importantly, if that's true and you're not a Nintendo Switch owner, we're talking about one of the greatest years of publishing Nintendo has ever had. And rip your wallet. There's like, there's like... 13 exclusive games in here that are near must own status. I would imagine, especially for diehard fans, maybe not for everybody. I don't want to go that far, Mm -hmm. but for serious fans, there's a, you know what? For everybody, there's at least six or seven must have exclusives. And most consoles, you do not get seven plus must own exclusives in one year in 12 (laughs) months. That's big. And, and, we haven't been waiting on all these for six years either. It's not like no. we've been seeing them at E3 and E3 and E3, and now they're finally hitting. They just announced a whole year's worth of games. <laughs> I know. And they're all coming in the next nine months. It's insane. That's crazy. That's crazy. And, uh, oh, I love it. I love it. It's good. It's good stuff. It's really good. Good year. And we've got E3. Yes. And we'll have another direct, and we've got indies that are going to We're going to have another direct before E3 anyway. We're going to have a specific looks dope. direct. I know, right? 2019 looks Center amazing. It. This is the we're year. Always, we're always worried. We're like, oh, God, they can't be 2017. Oh, God, they're not going to be able to do it for two years in a row. Yeah. 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 No, I can't even <laughs> say no, because, I mean, Breath of the Wild <laughs> is such, uh, it's probably my favorite game of all time. I love it. That aside, Same. this year is stacked packed with games we haven't heard you got to know based on the way the switch is selling there's a lot of things in third party in production that we do not know about more ports are coming you got to believe there's wii u ports coming we've been hearing about pikmin we've been hearing about mario 3d world we've been talking about mario 3d world's got uh mario maker 2 is the mario representation and everything in 2d and it's got Mm -hmm. the music and all that and you can climb the bells and all that oh man that's good stuff that's good pizza 
quote Coach Mo. That is good pizza. The Nintendo Switch is good pizza. That's what they needed to add to Super Mario Maker. They needed to get more representation from those games. Yeah. You know? I think Super Mario World in 2D is going to be a lot of fun. Sure thing. Do you think that makes it more or less likely that we get 3D World Port? Oh, no, we're getting it. If they put the models in there, I think that it's... Do you think they're maybe revving the engine for the port? Who knows? You know what I would love to go off base a little bit at E3? I would love for them to come out with like a a Nintendo Selects for Switch of five Wii ports, Wii U ports that are $40. $39.99. They're cheap. And you get three World and Wind Waker and Twilight Princess and Pikmin 3. And and they just come out. Here's a suite of, there's a slew of ports. And they're launching them at a special price. And this is the Nintendo Select line for Switch. That'd be cool. You know what I just thought of when you said that? Now that there's this new Zelda coming at the end of the year, there's not going to be, there's no way we're going to get a Skyward Sword HD anytime this year. Nope. And we're probably not going to get Wind Waker or Twilight Princess either. Nope. Because why would they? They'll yeah. save that for next year when they don't have a Zelda game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to – It's I, I really do want Skyward Sword HD. I really do, but it's not going to happen this year. Nah. It'll probably and happen okay next year. It's a brand new freaking game. They're not going to do Skyward Sword HD in the same year that they do Twilight Princess and Wind Waker either unless they do a collection. I think they do a collection. I think of that's all the three? way to do it. Yes. That'd be insane. That'd be insane. That's the way to do it. Yep. It's like more all-stars of Zelda games. Yep. Love it. Okay. Anyway, uh, we had one little quick question and we're just going to, we're just going to touch on it really quick. It has to do with Link's Awakening make uh, remake. Would you guys pay $60 a full <laughs> 60 Link's Awakening says D life HD, AKA Daniel. Yes. You're going to have to. Going to happen. It's going to be, it's pro- I'm shocked if it's b- below $59.99. It Don't even, it's not, it, it um, that's not a thing. It's not a thing Nintendo's going to do. Once it goes up on Best Buy, it might already be there. I got to put a pre-order in on it. Better period. do it now. So here's the interesting thing, though. Do they do a special edition? That's the question. Because I bet they do. I bet they do something. They're having no. a soundtrack or or an art book or an amiibo. A link. They're going to do something. Between worlds. A link between worlds got that really cool musical chest when you They're opened gonna it. They're going to do something. They're going to find that a was only in toy. Europe They're going to sell it for one hundred fifty dollars, and people are going to buy it. Why? Because it's got Zelda on the front of the box. Bundle book it with the little baby link. Bundle it with the little baby I'm link. You, they're gonna maybe like amiibo. an amiibo and a book or a statue. You know, like we got the statue sword. They're gonna do something. Give book me it. a give me a baby link and a baby mirror and amiibo. Maybe they Please. do like a like a cartridge case or something like a like a something like that, <sighs> like a Game Boy haul. They're doing something. No way they just release a box copy of a Zelda game in the fall. Not a no. Because not a we got, damn we got chance a, in the world. We got a brand new 3DS Link Between Worlds version when that came out. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, we're gonna have a special edition. Link we're gonna learn game. about it at E3 too. We're gonna learn about E3. Exactly right. We're gonna be sitting at E3 and they'll be like, "Remember <laughs> this game we showed you? Here's all the awesome toys you could buy for two hundred dollars. Better buy it fast because we only made five hundred of them. It's gonna set the internet into." And Caroline's going to cry. It's gonna. They're they're doing something mm. for sure. Maybe they'll do like a statue with a little Toon Link and a chain chomp. Or something oh, like God. something like that. Yeah, it's good. Dude, Benji legit amiibo I mean, windfish. Win let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna happen. Give Crazy. me a Marin with a with the windfish on the amiibo. Give it to me. <laughs> Benji, I love you. That's why we're friends. Okay. But holy crap, we had a direct today and we had a uh long discussion, didn't we? Yeah, we did. 
That's okay. That's the Shaq way. You know, when the yeah. Switch was unveiled, they did like a four-minute trailer. We did a two-hour podcast on that four-minute trailer. That's our way. You, you, yep. You're now indoctrinated. Like, there's only one way we could do it. Yep. <laughs> All right, folks, that's going to do it for us this week on Nintendo Shack. Uh, we're recording now because it's Wednesday because the direct happened. However, we were doing some talking. Wednesdays work really well for me and Caroline. We may just continue going on with Wednesdays. And mm-hmm. uh, if we do... That means we may move our releases back to Friday because it will give me an extra day of editing just in case things are busy and I can't turn things around that fast. So uh, just stay tuned. We'll, we'll figure it out and we'll let you know. But um, we're going to release this right away tonight. Um, so it should be here Thursday morning if you're listening to us. Uh, just know in the future, Shaq might move back to Fridays. So we thank you for listening. Remember, you can check all of us out uh, and support the show over at PSVG or at patreon.com slash PSVG. You can check out our Discord at psvg.blog slash Discord. Come join the Nintendo Shack chat room. Chat up all things Nintendo related. Come let us know what you thought about the Direct. Follow us on Twitter at Shack Life. Stay tuned as we launch the official Nintendo Shack Shack Life t-shirt. I'm wearing one right now. And if you would like one... You're supposed to Superman it! You're supposed to Superman it! Technically, you're backwards on my screen, but I think you might be regular on the... I mirrored it. Um, so it's, it's, yes. So we have Shag Life t-shirts. If you want one, you can Aww. come find out how to get one. We'd love it if you supported the show and bought one and send us pictures of you wearing it. That'd be amazing. Could you imagine? That'd be crazy. Tagist. Caroline, her <laughs> famous art. I'm wearing it. I'm just all decked out in her art today. I'm wearing, is that weird for you? Like you see something that you nah. made and people are wearing it? No? That's cool. I think if I see good. it on the, if I see it on the internet, I'm just like, whatever. Wait until other people start wearing it and start sending you pictures. Like strangers. Like, hey, Shag Life shirt. You're like, wow. It's not my font. I just typed it. <laughs> maybe we'll get a picture from like, maybe we'll get a picture from like, like Russia or something. Maybe somebody buys a shirt. That would be cool. See, that's yeah, possible. That would be really cool. It's possible. All right. Anyway, that's it for us. Direct day 2019. What a show. What a direct. Good stuff. Yeah. Good night, guys. <laughs>